Well, good morning. It's good to be with you all today. Hope you all are having a good start to your day. I don't know about you, but I love conversion stories. I love hearing about other people's conversions. And, and I, I love a good conversion story because I love reflecting on the grace of God. He's just so good, so kind. I, I love being reminded that, that God can use all sorts of, of different means, all sorts of different people. He draws men and women and children to himself. And so I, I love a good conversion story. And one of my favorite conversion stories of all time is the conversion story of Charles Spurgeon. Not, not because it's full of the miraculous or super sensational, but, but I, I love this story because Charles Spurgeon has had such a profound influence in my own life. Many of you will have heard of Charles Spurgeon. He was a, a Baptist preacher in London in the 19th century. He was the world's really first megachurch pastor the Metropolitan Tabernacle, where he was a senior pastor, had thousands of people in attendance each Sunday. And I've just been been so blessed, so encouraged by his sermons, by his ministry, even though I was not around to see it in the 19th century. But I, I want to share with you his conversion story today. It all happened because of a snowstorm. It happened because of a snowstorm. He was on his way to church, and a snowstorm hit, and so he had to duck into this little Methodist chapel of about 15 people. And I'm, I'm going to read it in full because I, I just love it so much. So here you go. Here's Charles Spurgeon's testimony. This is what he said. He said, I, I sometimes think I might have been in darkness and despair now had it not been for the goodness of God in sending a snowstorm one Sunday morning when I was going to a place of worship. When I could go no further, I turned down a court and came to a little primitive Methodist chapel. In that chapel, there was probably a dozen or 15 people. The minister did not come that morning, snowed up, I suppose. A poor man, a shoemaker, a tailor, or something of that sort, went up into the pulpit to preach. He was obliged to stick to his text for the simple reason that he had nothing else to say. The text was, Look unto me, and be ye saved, all the ends of the earth, which is Isaiah 45, 22. He did not even pronounce the words rightly, but that did not matter. I love that. There was, I thought, a glimpse of hope for me in this text. He began thus, My dear friends, this is a very simple text indeed. It says, Look. Now that does not take a, a, a deal of effort. It ain't lifting your foot or your finger. It is just look. Well, a man need not go to college to learn look. He may be the biggest fool, and yet you can look. A man not, need not be worth a thousand a year to look. Anyone can look. A child can look. But this is what the text says. Then it says, look unto me. I, said he in broad Essex, Many of ye are looking to yourselves. No use looking there. You'll never find comfort in yourselves. Then the good man followed up his text in this way. Look unto me. 
I am sweating great drops of blood. Look unto me, I am hanging on the cross. Look unto me, I am dead and buried. Look unto me, I rise again. Look unto me, I ascend. I am sitting at the Father's right hand. Oh, look to me, look to me. When he had got about that length and managed to spin out ten minutes, he was at the length of his tether. Then he looked at me under the gallery, and I dare say, with so few present, he knew me to be a stranger. He then said, young man, you look miserable. Well, I did, but I had not been accustomed to have remarks made on my personal appearance from the pulpit before. However, it was a good blow struck. He continued, and you will always be miserable. Miserable in life and miserable in death, if you do not obey my text. But if you obey now, this moment, you will be saved. Then he shouted, as only a primitive Methodist can, Young man, look to Jesus Christ. Then and there, the cloud was gone. The darkness had rolled away. And that moment I saw the sun, and I could have risen that moment and sung with the most enthusiastic of them of the precious blood of Christ. I love that story. It is a reminder to us all that God can use a shoemaker to save, that God can use someone that cannot even pronounce the words correctly to, to save another. It's a reminder that God can use a snowstorm to save. It's a reminder that, that God can use all of us to save others, to save someone even perhaps who, in Spurgeon's case, went on to become, in my opinion, the, the greatest English-speaking preacher to ever live. Look unto me. Let us look unto him today. P.T. Forsyth said that Christianity, it's not the sacrifice that we make, but it's the sacrifice that we trust. So would you look unto him, and would you thank God for your own testimony today? Because certainly you have your own story as well that is worth celebrating, that is worth glorifying God for. So, amen. I hope that was an encouraging story for you today, and uh, I'll talk to you soon.